Hey, welcome to DC Sports Plus, episode four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as you heard, we got a little bit of intro music. We're still uh, working on that. Shout out to my buddy Rock, uh, who went ahead and put that together for us. And Thanks, Rock. Appreciate you, brother. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Uh, so he go ahead and uh, put that for us, and uh, we'll get it better on there, and we'll get it a little more tight for everybody. But that's our new intro music, and we got a little outro and we'll play with it a little bit. He's going to mess with this some too, and, and we'll see about getting that started up. But uh, so with this pod, it is Sunday, um, the 19th of March. It's 5.40 p.m. Uh, what we're going to do with this one, we're going to start off with some of the signings uh, that have happened for the uh, commanders this week. Big week of football. Big week of free agency. Big, big week. Big, first. Big, big, big week for NFL. Yeah, definitely. Uh, people first, signing. You know? Yeah, people signing, making that big money. But, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, overall, there hasn't been a whole bunch of huge contracts handed mm-hmm. out. Nah. Um, so we wanted to get into, uh, if you listen to the last pod, we each had two players that uh, we wanted to see signed by Washington. Uh, of course, we were 0 for 4. So far, over four. <laughs> so not shocked by that yeah. in, by any stretch. But uh, we're going to start off with you, D. You're going to okay. go ahead and get into your who you wanted, right? Uh, and who they signed if it was the same position, right? Okay. Well, so of course on the last pod, you know, I, I had two guys that I was hopeful we would at least take a look at: uh, Byron Murphy, corner from the Cardinals. Uh, I was hoping we'd kind of upgrade that secondary and uh, take a look at him. Uh, that did not happen. Uh, we ended up. Resigning Danny Johnson, not a real sexy uh, signing, nothing to write home to mom about, but you need depth in the secondary. Danny Johnson is a good player. Uh, and, you know, Byron Murphy ended up signing a two year, $17.5 million contract with the Vikings. So, of course, he got paid. It wasn't from us. It was from the Vikings, but he got paid. You're happy for him. Yeah, definitely. He uh, made it, he made his money, and we didn't yeah. and we didn't spend the money. Right, we didn't but spend the money. Which we knew. You said in yeah. the in the in the pod that it was going to cost a little bit of money. It was going to cost some you know, money. So a young corner on an upward trajectory, you were going to have to pay a little bit for that. And but let's be honest. I mean, the last you know the three years that Rivera's been here in the off season, he typically doesn't make big splashes. There's been a little here and there, but for the most part quiet off-seasons when it comes to free agency. That's sort of his M.O. Yeah, and I can't complain because nah. we, we had said before that, you know, we used to complain that we don't sign our own guys. Right, right. And as much as I hate the Deron Payne signing, right. we did keep our own. We did keep our with, own. Like the Danny Johnson that you said, he yep. knows the system. Depth in the secondary. Depth in the secondary, you know, so... It's quiet, but we're we're kind of doing our own thing with our guys mm-hmm. and sprinkling in some free agents, which you made a point in the last yeah. one. You got to build it both ways. Got to build it both ways. Got to be draft and free agency. So you know, again, we re-signed Danny Johnson, kept him there to give us depth. Um, and then the second guy, obviously, uh, we talked a little bit about Charles Leno, our left starting left tackle. His play had dropped some. Uh, going after Donovan Smith. Yeah. A top-tier, upper-echelon left tackle from Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has yet to sign, as of today, with any Which team. Shocks me. Maybe tells about how much he wants. Yeah, very possible. You know? He might be wanting uh, more than what teams are willing to pay. Which could he could yeah. be available. The, round one yeah. is done. Tier, yeah. tier one, tier one is kind of done right yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah, tier two, maybe you get to tier three. He's still waiting. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. I, I don't – my thing is, is that never say never – as of right now, we don't have a signed yet, but we'll see what happens. Um, so with leading into that, 
Obviously, we did go get a tackle. We yes. got a tackle. Which we needed. Right. It's arguable if he's a tackle or a guard, <laughs> but he was tackle in Kansas City on the right side, right tackle. And uh, everything sounded like he's going to be the right tackle for us. Mr. Andrew Wiley signed with us. Signed a three-year deal. Let me get the numbers here real quick. I got them right here in front of me. I give you all the real stats. That's right. So, you know, we signed him to a three-year deal. Um, he counts 4.1 against the cap this year and then $9.4 million next year. Okay. So not bad. Three years, $24 million total. Um, $8 million signing bonus. For a starting right tackle, this is not a lot of money. Let's be honest. No, it's not, not a lot of money. Not at all. So you hope that this isn't a situation where you're getting – you get a little bit more than what you pay for because – this is bargain basement for a right tackle. It's, I think it said I, what I read was twelfth. He'd be twelfth ranked. Twelve, okay. As far as uh, a, uh, annual value, annual value. So okay. at eight okay. million per, mm-hmm. he was twelfth in the league, which kind of shocks me that that right tackle that if you're making eight million per, that you're twelfth highest. Yeah, that that does seem a little off there. I, I definitely think we needed the upgrade. I, you know, he was the starting right tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, when they won the Super Bowl for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Uh, so. The plan, it looks like, from all accounts, is that they're going to kick Cosme, Samuel Cosme, inside from right tackle to guard. Wiley will be the new starting right tackle. So basically, you solve two positions with one signing. You now have your starting right guard, presumably, and your starting right tackle by making one signing. So if you look at that from that point of view, good, solid signing, nothing over-the-top crazy, and uh, we hope we get all we can out of Mr. Wiley. And hopefully, with them projecting... Cosme as guard, right? That he is actually comes in and solidifies him the right guard position because it was it was garbage. It was garbage. Yeah, it was not played at a high level too many times. We talked about this on our last pod. Me and my cousin, you know, too many times the guard positions were getting pushed back into the quarterback. Guys just getting turned around. Uh, hopefully, Cosme can solidify the right guard position, and then the signing of Wiley takes care of that. And your right side hopefully is anchored in. Uh, going into this next season with uh, having a young quarterback. And along with that, um, if you remember back in the day when he was drafted two years ago, back in the day, yeah. <laughs> um, he had that, they have that Raz score from, yeah. the, from the combine. Yep. Uh, Sam Cosme was one of the highest Raz scores ever yep. for an offensive line. Second highest, and that was since 1987. Since 1987. So he's athletic. He's very athletic. Um, so that's, I think that. that Eric Bieniemy is showing you where he's going with this. Mm-hmm. He wants athletic people. Wiley yep. was athletic. He had a high RAS score as well. Yep. He came out. He was a guard. Mm-hmm. He actually converted from guard to tackle. Yep. And we're asking Cosme to go from tackle to guard. Right. Yep. So two athletic guys on the right side. Both of them can pull. I think that means that we're going to be heavy on the zone run scheme. Makes sense. Which I love. It's all, it's all aligning that way. Yeah, yeah. Which I love the, the zone run scheme. I think mm-hmm. we, we the best running that we've ever had was when we had the zone run scheme. The zone scheme. run scheme, yeah. And we had that under uh, Shanahan. Shanahan, yeah. So he was masterful. With yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's a good uh, plus that we're going with there. I think, okay, we're good to go. We got the right side solidified, like I said. Um, and that leads into me, uh, which kind of – I was looking at Ben Powers as a guard, straight in right guard. Uh, they went to Cosme to, to convert to right guard. <clears throat> and here's uh, Ben Powers' contract that he signed, first day of free agency uh, with the Broncos. Uh, let's see here. He signed a four-year, $51.5 million he contract. Paid. He did. 
And of course, of course, that was the one I would want. You know, yeah, yeah. four years, fifty-one million, thirteen million dollars on the signing bonus, and total guaranteed of twenty-eight-five. So of the fifty-one-five, twenty-eight-five is fully guaranteed. Uh, cap hits uh, this year five uh, million two hundred fifty thousand. Next year jumps to fifteen million two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, that's big. Then year three would be the same, and year four would be fifteen seven fifty. At his age 30 year, though. So he would just be getting to yeah. 30. Mm -hmm. uh, the potential out is 2025, with uh, would have been paid two years, 27 million, and you would only have 6.5 dead cap. Um, I don't think they're going to worry about that. I think they'll do any restructuring or whatnot, but I think he's going to end up staying at least through three years, if not the total of four. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So that's Ben Powers. Yeah. Of course, you know, that's a no for us. Yeah. That was too much money to spend. Uh, so we end up uh, signing on with Nick Gates. Now, Nick Gates is a guard slash center. Uh, what we've heard is he's going to play center. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that opens up a whole other set of questions. But yeah. here's what we got for him. He signed a three-year, $16.5 million contract uh, that includes a $5 million signing bonus with a total of eight guaranteed. So the cap hit this year is uh, $3,223,724. Next year goes up to $5,456,666. The <laughs> devil. And then $7,466,668 in 2025 if he lasted through the whole thing. Yep. <clears throat> so I do think that uh, obviously with Rivera and now Biennemi, uh coming over, they want people that have position flex. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Position flex. So he can play guard or center. Looks like he's going to play center as either the backup or I think if Ruye doesn't um, take a pay cut, right. that he's going to be the starter. They already re-signed Ted Larson yeah. to be the backup. Uh, but the thing with Larson and Ruye, two years in a row, they both had season-ending injuries. Right, and that's the big concern. you got to solidify the center position. My cousin just said it. Back-to-back -back years, you're starting a backup center, had injuries that put him out for most of the year. you got to get some insurance. This man, Nick Gates, gives you that insurance because he's a left guard that can play center, and by all accounts, most reports say that he plays the center position at a higher level than he plays the guard position. Yeah. So... That gives you depth. That gives you that flexibility that you were talking about that we know Rivera likes. Yeah. A good, solid signing. Nothing to break the bank. Reasonably priced. Yeah, I agree. And uh, like I said, that he, he could be a depth piece <clears throat> this year and then start next year. Or he could jump right in and be a starter. The one thing I did read about him that I liked, uh, he's, he, he has a nasty disposition. Uh, he we need that on the line. We do need that <laughs> on the line. We need somebody to be that kind of dog uh, to go in there. And that's actually how he was described by some of the New York press. Mm -hmm. uh, was the guy as a dog. He's beloved by his teammates. Uh, and he's somebody that, you know, your quarterback gets knocked down late. He's going to be the first one over there getting in somebody's face. And that's what you want. And that's exactly what you want. So <clears throat> while we didn't get the big money signing in Ben Powers at guard, they went a different route with signing the right tackle and then moving Cosme inside to guard. Uh, we got a guy that, that potentially can be the starter. Um, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Me, personally, I still am in 
for the draft of drafting a center. Yes. Um, there's a lot of good centers. We'll talk about that in our in yeah. our uh, draft pod. That well, we a draft do. special yeah, podcast. We'll have a draft, yep, probably a couple up. of them with, yeah. with, with, with as long as it is going to take with yeah. uh, the positions that we need. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it'll probably be a couple pods dedicated to that as we get closer to the draft. Oh, yeah. So definitely listen out for that. We'll, we'll announce when that's going to be. <clears throat> but um, so we got that taken care of. So I wanted guard. We get a guard slash center. Uh, so far, you wanted a tackle, left tackle. We yeah. got a right we tackle. We got a right tackle. Uh, and then you wanted a corner. We yeah, resigned. Resigned. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so, so we. So we. The positions wise, they've yeah. kind of addressed mm-hmm. what we talked about, just in um, a different manner, different and in a different manner. So, yeah. so that's good that they they were on the same. We were on the same length, yeah. wavelength as them. Yes. All right. And the other one, if all, y'all remember, if you listen to the pod, we had Cody Barton is the signing that we did. Um, Cody Barton signed for a one-year contract, uh, three million uh, five hundred thousand signing bonus of one million. Uh, believes basically just all guaranteed. Third, he's going to make it. He's going to be on the team. Three million five hundred thousand, one and done. Came from the Seahawks. Um, he was drafted, I believe, in the third round. Third round, uh, two thousand nineteen draft. Two thousand nineteen. He kind of worked his way up to finally being a starter. Once he got um, the the starting job, he played well. He's not a um, a stud, no. uh, obviously, by the one-year, three million five hundred thousand contract. He's basically, to me, he is Cole Holcomb. Right. He's a cheaper version now because yeah. Cole Holcomb signed three years, $18 million. Right. So he is a one-year stopgap while they – I think they might address this in the draft. I've heard that they've met with a couple different – Fast linebackers, yeah. Uh, between the combine and between like senior uh, senior bowl, uh, so I think they will address that in in the draft. Mm-hmm. Somebody that will since they run mostly two linebackers, two linebackers. So you're going to have the two linebackers uh, in there most of the time. Play the Buffalo nickel, or you go with five defensive linemen. So I have seen that. So linebacker is not a position of need with this organization. The no. way Rivera is and the way Del Rio is. Uh, you don't need your typical three linebackers, middle, uh, so, um, the strong side, and the weak side. Yeah, they like to – it seems like they like to go uh, bargain hunting with when it comes to linebackers. Yeah. And that is what it is. I'm not saying it's the right thing. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing. It's just the way they view it. Uh, like my cousin just said, they like to put – most of the time they have two linebackers on the field uh, for any given play. They love that Buffalo nickel with the extra safety slash corner in there. So linebacker is not something that they traditionally invest heavy in, sure. per what you've seen the last three off seasons under Rivera. And yeah. this is a perfect example of that yeah. with the signing of Cody Barn. I think it's a good solid, like you said, stopgap. Yeah, bringing this night. He's twenty six years old. He's young. He's healthy. Yeah, uh, come in there, learn the system, and and just be a calming presence out there. Uh, be out there with Jamin Davis and and, and get it done. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the way it goes, I wanted uh, Jermaine Pratt. Yeah. Uh, who's a excellent off the ball linebacker has some blitz skills, but he's fast, uh, and he has a a good coverage skill set to cover the tight ends in the backs. Cody Barton is fast as well. Uh, I don't think he's as fast and as quick as Pratt is, but Pratt, you know, we said one year three three five is what we got him for. Jermaine Pratt stayed with the Bengals uh, three years, twenty million two hundred fifty thousand with a seven million dollar signing bonus. Now, that leads me into another point that I wanted to make. I see all the time on Twitter and all of these people that sit there and say, oh, we could have had him for that money. We could have done this. We could have done that. Okay, let's be realistic, okay? 
certain people want to be certain places. Like we talked about with the Jalen Ramsey. Yep. Jalen yep. Ramsey's first choice was Miami. Yep. So yes, they only get you know gave up what a third round pick for him. I think it yeah, was third round pick for him. Uh, yep. So okay, you say, oh wow, we could have had Jalen Ramsey for a third. No, no. <laughs> Miami <laughs> doesn't work that way. Exactly, and that's what people don't get. Players have choices where they want to be, where they want to go. It's not just a matter of just okay, here's the compensation and you go to it. If right. that's what the case, Matt Stafford would have been our quarterback, right? Because we offered more. Yep. overall than what the Rams offer. But he didn't want to come to Washington. He didn't want to come to Washington. Right. It takes two to tango, people. Yes. Okay? So you got to be realistic with this stuff. When you sit there and say, you know, yeah, it's the money with Jermaine Pratt. Also, he's staying where he was. Okay? He doesn't have to move his family. He doesn't have to find another place to live. Nope. He doesn't have to learn a new system. Okay? So when people resign, you sit there and say, oh, that, that was cheap or that was yeah. this, that was that. Hey, you got to look at it in a big picture, okay? Mm-hmm. And sit there and say, this dude, maybe he didn't want to go nowhere. Yep. You know, he enjoyed the system. You know, he enjoyed his teammates and he enjoyed the area. Yep. All they needed to do was give him some decent money. He got that. He stayed home. Yep. I don't, I don't hate on the man for no, that. No, I can't hate on the man. Man did what he had to. He resigned. Like I said, uh, you know, in order to get a player, the player has to want to come here. So that's the bottom line, and uh, you know he stays home, and you know he he he'll be comfortable where he's at, and that's how it is. Exactly. And now we have, you know, there's still more time to free agency. So, what is your prediction for the rest of free agency before the draft for Washington? Well, based on the prior off seasons under Ron Rivera, my prediction is not that much. <laughs> I really, and, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It just right. is a thing. Right. I, I could see us potentially. You know, bringing in some, you know, some more bargain basement guys to fill the roster. Nothing extravagant, nothing over the top. Um, you know, Donovan Smith, who is a left tackle that plays at a high level, is still out there. Right. He's probably asking for more than people want to give. Yeah. Um, I think that that kind of sends me, that kind of puts me into the next segment I want to talk about with potential roster moves, okay. i.e., through a restructure or release. And the bottom line here is that as of right now, the Washington Commanders have $3.6 million of cap space. <laughs> $3.6 million of cap space. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. And they're not paying a quarterback. Yeah, that's not going to get you too much. No, it's not going to get you too much. So, having said that, there are some simple maneuvers that they could make that most teams make. We see it all the time. It's called restructuring. It's called adjusting the contracts of players on the roster to free up cap space. We see it all the time. If you follow certain people on Twitter, you get tweets on it. So-and-so restructured. This person restructured. This team restructured and freed up $38 million. You see it a lot. So having said that, that leads me to my point of the fact that there are a few Washington Commander players that for one reason or another could or should be restructured. The first name I'm going to throw out to you is Charles Leno. Now, before I give you my reason as to why something should be tweaked, let me first throw you the numbers. Right now, this year, 2023, Charles Leno, our starting left tackle, is going to count $12.5 million against the cap. $12.5 million against the cap. If we released him, it would be a $4.5 million dead cap. Do the math. That frees up $8 million. $8 million. Now, am I saying that we should definitely release him right now? Probably not. Having said that, I am concerned about his play. 
I feel like his play did drop last year. I noticed he got beat more frequently than he had in previous years under us. I think that with the money that he's making, like I like to always say, is the juice worth the squeeze? And here's a guy, again, $12.5 million against the cap this year. He is somebody that should definitely, definitely be under strong consideration for a restructure. Either that or another scenario in my mind would be we get to the draft. Uh-huh. Say at 16, one of those left tackles is there. Oh, uh, we would be so lucky. Uh, and then he's cut, he's designated cut. as a June 1st yeah. cut. Yeah, and that's, and that's the other option. So that could be it. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, that could be something else. That, that's very important. Uh, that's the first player. Second player, Chase Ruye. Chase Ruye, starting center, who we just talked about a little bit. He has been hurt the last two years. The last two years, this man has had a serious injury that has kept him out most of the year. Okay? Most of the year. He is due. Or rather, I'm sorry. His cap hit this year is $12.4 million. However, his dead cap is eight point one. So he, based on that, he likely will not be cut. This is someone who me and my cousin looked up had already worked on a restructure that we weren't even aware of until we did some homework and found out that he had already had some kind of restructure put in place. Yeah, so 1.25 is actually carried over. Right. So that's why he's, what's his cap hit this cap year? Cap hit this year is $12.4 million. So that's why it's at. Yeah. You take the minus the 1.25, yeah. that's what it would be, but they've already done some type of restructure at one point. Right. So now with Chase Ruye, you might have to just stick with him one more year. And again, next year, 2024, the situation becomes a lot better. The dead cap is cut in half, and it's a lot easier to let part ways with him. But certainly, Chase Ruye should be a guy that maybe they could extend. Maybe they could work something out to lessen that $12.4 million cap hit. He needs to be up there as well. I, well, I, th- I want to interject on that okay. one. I think he should be cut. Wow, cut. Because. Okay. I don't know. I think if they, I think their scenario would be like John Kime has reported that get him to take a pay cut. Right. Don't restructure, uh, right. because you got Gates for three years. That's true. And Gates can play center. He can. Um, and I think everything I've read from um, was it uh, Mark Bullock? Um, he yeah. says that he watched three games on him: two at left guard, one at center, mm-hmm. and he was a significantly better at center. Yeah. So we want him at center which would make sense, and I think that's what they kind of said in the uh, interview with him. Yep. He said he was playing center as far as to his knowledge. Yep. So if he's not going to re- you know, take a pay cut, I say you just ditch it. Okay. Get rid of him. Take, take the $4 million in savings. Take the dead cap. If you want to extend it and do a June 1st cut, mm-hmm. if, he's not, if he's got two years' worth of pay from us for basically nothing, I know you can't prevent injuries. I know stuff happens. Yeah. But we paid him a good amount of money for two years. Dude can't be on the field. I think you either say, hey, you need to come correct with us, take a pay cut, and we will keep you on board. If not, get rid of him. What do GMs always say? The best trait of a player is availability. Availability. That's number one. And this young man, who I love, sixth-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, self-made. Self-made guy. But the bottom line is that he has been hurt two years in a row. Um, my cousin makes valid points there. That could be a possible cut. Get rid of him. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, brother. <laughs> so there you go. That's Chasers. So I'm going over Leno Ruye, and now we get into Logan Thomas. Now, it had been reported. Uh, in fact, Ron Rivera gave an interview yep. uh, not too long ago where he basically has Logan Thomas in his plans for next year. 
So, okay, that's fine. I can live with that. But here's another guy. Again, we signed him to a relatively cheap deal a couple years ago. He balls out for one good year. Yep. And then two years where we don't even see him on the field hardly. Yep. And that's tough. That's the nature. This is a tough business. This is a very uh, – this is a tough sport to play. People get hurt. I get that. But some quick numbers on Logan Thomas. He counts 8.7 million against the cap, dead cap of 3.5. So basically, if we cut him, we're freeing up 5 million. It doesn't look like we're going to cut him. So again, here's somebody that you could get creative with. Here's a guy that you could extend, right. ask for a pay cut or restructure. Right. And in doing so, you would free up some more money. And again, I love Logan Thomas. Big Logan Thomas fan. But again, this is a business, man. Yeah. We talk about all this, this is a business. This is a guy that for two straight years now, has done very little on the football field. Very little. Yep. And here's someone that's going to count almost $9 million Yeah, from the tight end position. Yeah, I think something. And again, I'm not a professional. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not on the staff. But common sense would say something should be done from a business point of view to do something to lessen that cap hit this year. Yeah, I agree completely. So, you know, um, so yeah, those are the big three. Um, Kendall Fuller, he... I tell you, Kendall Fuller is interesting, yes. and I want to th- I wanted to throw him out. I'm as glad well. I'm glad you brought him out there yeah. because I, I think we have yeah. similar views, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I so, think so. I, let me hear what you have to say. Okay. About so with Kendall Fuller, okay. So first, let me just hit you with the numbers. This year, Kendall Fuller is going to count eleven point six million against the cap. Okay. If we cut him, it's three million dead cap. So you're freeing you're freeing almost nine million dollars. And this is the last year of his contract. Right? Last year of his contract. Okay. Kendall Fuller has had an up-and-down career in Washington since we re-signed him three years ago. But, to his credit, the last eight, nine weeks of the season, he played at a much higher level. Yes. He made plays for us. He just played better. And and, and I feel like you could cut him and free up that money, but we're already kind of thin in the secondary. And you and me talked about this. We're paper thin. We're we're not kind of thin. We're paper thin thin in the secondary. And even if you draft a corner... In the draft this year or two, I think Kendall Fuller is someone that could be extended yeah. or restructured. Right. I think that w- it would behoove them to do so because you get to keep him on the roster. He plays at a good level. He's available, right. which is very important. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm, I stand on that. I think maybe a restructure or an extension, which yeah. I think you've talked on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. My thing is extension. The restructure in the last year of his contract really doesn't work unless you add voidable years. Right. <clears throat> and then you're just putting money when the player may not be there. Right. So I don't think restructure for me. I definitely think a uh, an extension. Uh, Makes he, sense. Uh, what is he, like 28? 28, 20, 28. He's 28. 28 years old. Uh, like you said, the last eight, nine weeks of the season that kind of coincided with William Jackson being gone. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, he played a lot better. So I yes. think he's, he's – and he's more comfortable in the slot. I think if you draft another corner uh, to where they can play on the outside – then you have him in the slot because, let's be realistic, NFL teams, you're usually running a nickel most of the time anyway you, uh, because they're going to have four and five wide sets. You're going to have three corners out there literally 80% of the time. Right. <clears throat> so I think you go ahead and extend him, uh, get him under contract for a couple more years. I'd do two more years. Two more years. Uh, at least yeah. to where he'll have three years total with us Yeah. Uh, to where he's 30, 31 by the time he comes out of the contract. Yeah, he'd be 30 uh, when he's out. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably going to take about the same. Uh, he signed for basically $11 million per. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just, like you said, get a little creative with it. 
uh, get a little bit you know higher of a signing bonus, spread it out over a couple years, uh, and then you go from there. If they wanted to add voidable years on there, I hate that, but that could be yeah. something that they do. Yeah. Um, Teams because, do it. It's just them being innovative and, and, and strategic. It's just it. basically just like dead cap. Yeah, that's, you know, all, that's it all it is. is yeah. They just do dead cap, and it would be however many millions that accounts against the cap. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think that he needs he needs to be here for longer than this year, uh, and then that would help the secondary because, like I said, we are paper thin. In the secondary. Oh yeah, paper. I mean, we got thin. Kendall Fuller, you got St. Juice who can't stay healthy. Very frustrating, uh, by the way. Yeah, two years in a row. One year was the yeah. concussions. Yep. What like three concussions in one year, and last year was the ankle. The ankle that just <clears throat> lingered. That that just would not go away. Yeah. Um, then you have the uh, Cam Dantzler, who Cam, we picked up off waivers. Picked up on waiver wires, yeah. Don't know what he's going to be. He, he's a wild card. Yeah, we got Danny Johnson, Danny Johnson. who's a depth piece. He yep. pushed into to a bigger role. He made some plays, yep. did good, um, but he's somebody that really shouldn't see the field that much if you have better – yeah. In front of him, he's a reservist. Hey, he's a reservist. Let's so I mean, honest. realistically, I mean, I, I, did I miss anybody? That's that's it, right? I mean, that's, Wild Goose. Sorry, I didn't man. miss anybody. You didn't miss anybody. I didn't miss anybody. Rashad Wild Goose. Sorry, the man. dude. Don't get me started on him. The dude no, should not see the field no. in the secondary and defense. No, no. If I see him there, I want to hang myself. Yes. Yeah, I don't mean, hang yourself. Man. I mean, he just. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. He's terrible. And I know he's a young dude. I know he was cut, and we re- jumped on him to yeah. sign him. Uh, they also have Tariq Castro Fields. Yeah. He Castro. got hurt, so yep. he didn't get to see the field, which I was really. Kind of excited to see him. Yeah, I uh, believe he was do. a young cat from Ohio State. Yeah, I believe it was young cat. Um, yeah. So I was excited to see him. He ended up getting banged up. He didn't get to get on the field. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wild Goose should never see the field other than special teams. They want to keep him as special teamer. That's fine. I really even hate that. I don't even want him on the team. I concur with your assessment, sir. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that's on there. That's on there. So uh, my thing for free agency, I think, is just like you said. Yeah. Uh, there, unless something happens. Like what happened with Charles Leno when the Bears cut him right before training camp and they knew that there was a need there and they re-signed him. I mean, they signed him uh, to that one year. I think it was $4 million contract. I don't think we're going to do really much of anything else uh, other than the bargain basement stuff. And to do anything, like we said, you're going to have to make a move. Yeah. Uh, we're three point. What'd you say? Three point six. Three point six million under the cap as of right now. So we're three point six right now. One thing we didn't talk about that I do want to talk about that I forgot about. Kind of big, Jacoby Brissett. Yes. Uh, yes. Si- signed him to a one year, eight million dollar contract yeah. with a up to ten million in incentives, so it can go from eight to ten. Um, just a one year deal on a flyer. What do you think of that? Sneaky, under-the-radar, good move. Really yeah, good move. I, I agree. I Jacoby agree. Brissett, I mean, before Deshaun Watson came back last year, he played. He was playing very well at a high level for the Cleveland Browns. He's a good pocket passer. He's a calming presence. He's a veteran. I think he comes in and he can help learn, so to speak, uh, our young Sam Howe. Or if something goes south with Sam Howe, he can come in. He's like an insurance policy. Yeah. If something goes wrong with Sam Howe, hopefully it doesn't. But things happen. Yeah. If he fails miserably, he can come in and play well and right the ship. Good, solid veteran quarterback. He's only uh, he's thirty years old, which is young for a quarterback. Yeah. He's healthy. I think this is a sneaky good pickup, yeah. and uh, I'm excited to have him on the roster. <clears throat> I agree completely. One thing you didn't mention in there, I'm going to throw in there. Uh-huh. He's athletic. Yes. Uh, he doesn't have to run. He is a pocket passer. Yep. Uh, but he can run. He can uh, run. And I think that's big for Eric Bieniemy. 
so that's when I first had said uh, in one of the pods we were talking about maybe signing veteran uh, quarterback. I was uh, on board with an Andy Dalton type of signing. Yeah. Somebody who could groom the next quarterback. But thinking about it, that was dumb. Because Eric <laughs> Bieniemy especially wants a mobile quarterback. Uh, and that definitely is not Andy Dalton. He is a no. statue back there. He's he's like having Joe Flacco back there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's not moving too much. So yeah, I love the I love the Brissett signing. Um, I do think it's just like you said. He will be the backup, push Hal a little bit, teach him yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But if something goes wrong with Hal, then you have him, and you're not throwing garbage out there at the quarterback position. Thank you. Uh, yes. He was, I believe, I had read he was ranked twelfth. In quarterback rating, yes, uh, for the year, very, very respectable, very, very respectable. Now he didn't play the last what six weeks of the year, seven weeks of the year, yeah, I think last, yeah, um, last six weeks, man. And yeah. he only won four games as a starter last year, but I think a lot of it wasn't necessarily on him. No. Uh, he had good stats as the QBR twelve states. I mean, tw- he's twelfth out of the league. Yeah, twenty. You know, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's thirty-two yeah. teams in the league. Yeah, and he was twelfth. Yep, and we got him on a one-year deal. Uh, if it goes south, then he would probably re-sign with us, and then we jump into the draft to draft our quarterback of the future. Yep. Uh, I don't think Hal is going to go south. I like it. I think he's going he's gonna to get pushed enough and learn enough from Brissett, and I think Hal's going to do enough to, to earn the starting job and to be the starter for the entire year with a good foot going forward. I have faith in Sam Howe. Faith in Sam Howe. Got to have it. Got to have it. Got to have it. Got to believe in it. Okay, so now we've hit the main things with free agency. I'm not even going to get into the DT. Uh, I think his name was – it was a – what was his name? Yeah, we brought in a young cat. Yeah, he's he's a depth piece. Let's, depth let's be guy, honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, guy. I don't know his name. Sorry about that if you're sticklers for that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but he's a depth piece, and I believe he's only signed simply because – uh, waiting for um, uh, Ridgeway, John Ridgeway, yeah, to, come back. to yeah. come back. He tore his pec, I believe it was. Back, yep. pec, I think it was his pec uh, in like the last year of the game. Yep. So that sucks. We love John Ridgeway. Yeah. Uh, everybody saw the suplex that he did in the, oh, yeah. in the Texas love that. game. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, we got a penalty for it, but yeah. dude is a beast. He is. Uh, we were lucky to get him. When Cowboys tried to sneak him through waivers, we ended up picking him up. He was a fifth-round pick of the Cowboys. We loved him going into the draft last year yep. as, a, as a sneaky fifth- to sixth-round pick. Yep. The Cowboys got him, and then they end up screwing up and letting him go, and yep. then he did good for us. I agree. Um, so this guy from Atlanta, um, he, he, he be realistic. He's, he's there until – he's a camp body. Yeah. You he's know? just a depth guy. He's a depth guy. I don't got. I don't got him making the roster. We probably won't even make the roster. I don't nope. think he's gonna make the nope. roster. Probably so, not. so that you know, if anybody like I was mad that I, I think I texted UD and it said, <laughs> "Really, all the needs we have, we draft it. Right. I mean, we sign a DT. Yep. Uh, he's just there because uh, in the off season stuff, Ridgeway is not going to be ready. Yep. So you need another body. It, it was a very cheap signing. I can't. I mean, it was so cheap it hadn't even been reported yet. Nope. I mean, it's a one-year deal. I do know that. Yeah. So it's not even on here. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to read off some names at um, at no technically position of need, but maybe uh, I'll just read say the top 15 available free agents at this time, um, just to get you a a sense of what's available now <laughs> after the first wave. So number one, they have this is from uh, Pro Football Focus. Uh, they have Dalton Schultz, who I haven't heard anything about uh, anywhere. You got yeah, to- I haven't either. He's been quiet. Yeah, he's been so quiet. he's going to go somewhere, and somebody's going to get a hell of a tight end. Uh, probably on a one-year deal, but yeah. you know it is what it is. 
I don't I don't want to sign a tight end. So I'm not I'm not scared of that. Some people say, oh, Eric Bieniemy had uh, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. We need to sign a big time tight end, or we need to draft one. I think let's go with Cole Turner. See what he has. See what he can do. See if he can go ahead and be that flex out tight end. They used him a lot for blocking, so he had to get better with blocking. Oh yeah. Because they used him a lot blocking yeah, they, last yeah, year. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. So so I'm not big on tight end. I'm just going to read off the names. Like I said, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, the safety from the Eagles. He's basically it's between to me it's between going back to the Eagles on a lesser contract and going to the Broncos who have basically signed everybody right pretty much <laughs> I mean anybody who's anybody has basically signed with the Broncos. Yep. Um, Bobby Wagner's out there. He's 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 chasing a ring. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's, chasing he's going a ring. somewhere where he thinks he can chase a ring. Yep. So not worried about him. Uh, Isaac Ciamalo, He's not on there anymore. He just yep. signed with the Steelers as of yep. Very As, you know, crack a morning this morning. Yep, he yep. signed a three-year deal with the Steelers, probably about what everybody else is getting. It seems like ten, eleven million a year. That, that's the like, sweet spot. That's what. That's where everybody's going. It's all yeah. three-year, thirty-three million. Even receivers, yeah. three-year, thirty-three million. That's I mean, I've heard it with multiple players. Yeah. Uh, so that's what about, about what he got. You got Clowney out there, who's a clown in my yeah. estimation. <laughs> Has yeah. no business no. being on being on our roster. No. Uh, Odell Beckham's on there. Same thing. Yeah. Funny they don't, have him five and six because he's a clown as well. Yeah, don't need a receiver. <clears throat> uh, Rocky Asin has done some um, done some uh, visits. Yeah. He's a cornerback. Um, Dalton Reisner, guard. I don't think we're going to go that route. Marcus Peters, an older corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.J. Chark, uh, D.J. Chark, excuse me, mm-hmm. a wide receiver. He's had a couple visits. Nothing eminent yet. Uh, Isaiah Wynn, tackle. Uh, Adam Thielen, wide receiver, has had a couple visits. Um, Yannick Ngakwe. Couple visits. That's your boy who was traded. Uh, yeah, traded. Nah, tagged yeah, and traded. Yeah, tag, 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 tagged and traded boy in the free agent market. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Then you got Leonard Floyd, uh, Taylor Rapp, and Melvin, Ing- Melvin Ingram. Now, Melvin Ingram, yeah, I, I'd, I'd sign him. Yeah. I'd sign him if he was willing to sign for a one year deal to get some pass rush special yeah. stuff in there. Because he can rush the passer. Because he can rush the passer. And that's something you need. We don't know how. How Chase is going to come back? No, we don't. You hope he has the explosion. You hope he's like the rookie year. You hope you don't get his first nine games. A lot of hopes in there. There's a lot of hopes. A lot of hopes in there, man. So, so me, I would take a flyer on Melvin Ingram. Uh, give him an incentive laden, laden contract. Bring him in as a pass rush specialist. Um, I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they won't. But yeah. that's just to give you a, a kind of a gauge of what you're looking at in the next tier of free agency. It's really you know not a whole bunch out there. Uh, it's more specialized guys and guys that are going to want too big a contracts for what they're really worth. Most of what we were going to do in free agency, I think we've done. This has been sort of the the mantra of uh, of uh, Rivera. Yeah, and it's just going. You know, they've re-signed a couple of guys that we already have on the roster to 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 you know as reserve guys. You know. Um, Obviously, the big one, you know, re-signing Deron Payne. Obviously, we yep. all know about that. Yep. And then bringing in these guys that, you know, sign them to solid contracts, nothing over the top. They could come in and hopefully, you know, you know, upgrade this roster because this roster needs upgrades. Let's be right. honest. And, and that's what we talked about. And it's we've raised the floor. Yeah. We really didn't raise the ceiling. Right. It's a good um, point. So, so our floor is better because we don't have to worry about Trey Turner Trotting right. out there, yes, because uh, he was horrible. Yes, we do still have Norwell, which obviously we're 
not fans of. No. <laughs> so hopefully but, he doesn't see the field that much. Hopefully he doesn't, but I'm 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 pegging that he's yeah. gonna be the left guard yeah. and, and Leno's gonna be the left tackle and we're just gonna have to deal to, with it. To deal with it. Right. Um okay, so last thing we're gonna hit on. Like I said, it's Sunday. Right now it's uh six nineteen. Uh the, the sale. Oh I got I got I got I got to talk about the sale. Man, I, I, we have look. Let me tell you, man. I get you know for all of us Washington fans out there, it's like we're getting teased. All these reports, all this stuff coming out, and these latest reports that different well-respected journalists have been coming out with is that it's imminent. It's right around the corner. Oh no, they said they said it's a done deal. It's a done deal. Yeah, they said yeah. it's done. It's basically done. It's just not announced. Yeah, yeah. And 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 how? And then you hear stuff about how. The money that Deron Payne is supposed to get yes. is sitting in an escrow account until May 12th. Yes. It, which yeah. from everything that's been reported and everything you read upon, that's not that's not normal. Normally that's available to them, I think, within a few weeks. 15 few, to 30 days, 15 they said, to 30 is the norm. Days. Yep. And they put in the contracts the 12th of May, specifically. Of May. Specifically. The 12th of May. Now, come on. It's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. I mean, it it's is happening. happening. We have said... That that was going to be our Super Bowl. Yes. If we get rid of Dan Snyder, it's happening, dude. And I and I tell you, I've been on record as saying this before, and I've said that Dan Snyder selling the team is so big for me and for many Washington fans. Yes, definitely. That it is we could we could go two and fifteen next year. Sam Howe could be a bust, and it won't even matter. Nope. Because we will have new ownership. And from all reports, from every, and all you got to do is get on social media, get get on there, listen, look at these reports from well-respected journalists, well-respected people that know what they're talking about. This thing, it's either a done deal or it's on the precipice of being a done deal. And how great would it be? It it almost makes it to where this coming up season is just a, it's a win-win for all Washington fans, one way or the other. Yeah, definitely. And J.P. Finley, uh, you know, if you listen to him, they always like this, you know. If you had, uh, they talk about uh, with Danny Ruye and uh, and Grant Paulson. Yeah. If you had to say it was, you know, first and what, you know, where are you at on the on the field? Yeah, I, mean, I believe Danny Ruye, one of the big times they were saying he was like at almost midfield. Yeah. you know, and 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 uh, I think Grant Paulson was like a little bit better. He was like yeah. about you know about the twenty or something yeah, like the that. 20, yeah. So JP Finley just posted last night. If it was at the twenty, now it's first and goal. Now it's first and goal. So so you know what. I'm all in for it. I'm good with it. I, hearing that it's either, um, hearing mostly is Josh Harris. Yeah, Josh uh, Harris. Josh Harris. Main, he took person. Yeah, he took on uh, Rails. I think his name Mitchell Rails yeah, Mitchell or whatever Rails. his name is. Yep. He took him on as somebody else that could go ahead and um, and provide some money. So what we're hearing is same thing. If you're on social media enough, I'm always refreshing. I'm looking at different people. Um, that it's it's gonna happen, and most likely Josh Harris uh, did read one thing that it was it was gonna be Bezos. Uh, that was more of somebody like us fans that just ha- follow different people mm-hmm. uh, and then get information from there, kind of put it together. Uh, but Rick Snyder last night posted, you know, hey, basically it's it's a done deal. Uh, they just can't announce who it is he, he said he's not going to guess so he doesn't even know yeah he's hearing that it's a done deal but he hasn't heard who the who the new owner is going to be yeah i'm okay with josh harris yeah uh because he already owns two yeah. professional teams he owns the he owns the devils the new jersey devils a hockey team and the 76ers Philly, and so, the, an nba yeah. uh, basketball team yeah so i'm i'm okay with him yeah. obviously i think i would like bezos for the deep pockets deep pockets uh, yes but 
it upgrade is, those facilities, baby. Yeah, upgrade everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm good with with either one of them. Whoever yeah. whoever buys it, yeah. it can't. And we say that it cannot be worse. And I cannot stress this enough. Uh. Cannot be worse than Dan Snyder as the owner of Washington. Cannot be worse. We if can, you are a true fan yep. and you have lived these 23 years in existence with him, you know that it's just it's just. It is what it is. It is what it is. It, speak, it speaks volumes. So, so sometime soon, very soon, uh, there will be you know the announcement that the team has agreed to sell to whoever yeah. it is, uh, and then I mean I could sit there and do a whole pod talking about how happy I was. Oh yeah, we I, could, I, we could do a complete pod and just <laughs> talk about the exuberance and the excitement <laughs> and just how giddy we are. It feels like Christmas. So listen, Washington fans. Be patient. It's coming. It is coming. It's coming. The sale of the team is coming soon. Just all you got to do is read the reports. It's coming. It's on its way. And it, it could not. Oh, this is so wonderful. It's just a beautiful thing. It needs yeah. to happen. We're going to put Washington back on the map. The new owner will, whoever the new owner is. Yeah. So I just can't wait to see it. Can't and, wait to see it. And put put the team back in D.C., I believe. Oh, yeah. Where they should be. Where they should be. It's got to be in D.C., man. Yeah. It's all, To me, they are the Washington Commanders. They, they should be in D.C., the District of Columbia. That's where the stadium should be. Exactly. Enough said. Okay. So uh, we got into a lot of different things with the free agency. And, uh, you know, always got to hit on the uh, sale until it happens. Oh, yeah. So uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we're going to put this up. Uh, this is going to Spotify. Uh, and then Samsung, I believe, has it. And also we do it, upload it onto uh, YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube, uh, you know, definitely like or subscribe. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and keep this rolling, keep doing things for y'all as long as you know you tune in. Tell everybody about it if you like it. If not, let us know. Let us know what we can do different. We might say the hell with you, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we like, we uh, like input from everybody. Yeah, we want to get input from everybody. We're here for good feedback, and yeah. uh, any suggestions you might have, happy to hear about it. And like we said before, you know, this is by fans for fans. This isn't nothing that, yep. the other than what we love to talk about. Yep. And one of these damn days, we will get a pod with the rest of the teams. Yeah. It's just so much has been going on. We want to definitely hit on that. Yeah, it's just it's just NFL offseason. It's hot and heavy right now. Right, yeah. So, and then like I said, we're going to have a pod, probably a couple pods, uh, when we announce it for the draft. We're doing our homework on that now. Yep. Best fits type of thing. Uh, so we'll definitely be talking about that as we get closer to the draft, but we still got another month for that. Yeah, a little over a month. You got it. Yep. All right. All right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, your boy D is here. You know it, baby. And me. And thank you very much. Appreciate it. Out. Out. <laughs>